Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and everybody in between, welcome to another episode of the Chaps Chat Cats, part of the Hoops Crew Media <gasps> Network. More on that well, in just a minute. Very, very nice. It is very well, nice. <laughs> it is very nice. Very nice. It's very nice. Do you know what else is nice, chaps? There's been a lot of good things happening this week. We're going to talk about some, but but one of the things is the return from the wilderness of a man who we thought was lost to us forever. Um, a, a man who had previously done some work on this show, uh, who had been driven out, and sometimes that happens. Sometimes you got to get rid of people uh, so they can learn from their mistakes, the and then they can that, exactly cut the cut the the dead wood. Sometimes, though, the roses, when the you rose cut that, out there. Yeah. That's right. And sometimes, sometimes when you make you just... that cut, new growth happens. Yeah, exactly. And new growth has um, happened. So we'd like... That's right. We'd like to welcome back um, behind the virtual glass in production of the show, Colin Katsis. Welcome back, Colin. Uh, opportunity number two for Colin. Um, and we'll just see Don't how stuff it goes. Up this time. That's right. Do not stuff it up. As Eminem yep. said, um, knees weak, mum's spaghetti. Uh, so, yeah, welcome back, Colin. Um, yeah. Got one more opportunity. You better take it with both hands. Otherwise, you know, it'll be out the door. Absolutely. Quick, swift kick up the butt. But, you know, I've got, a bit of, I've got a bit of, bit of faith in him that he could, you know, pull it off this time. How about you guys? Johnny's really... Like Johnny's really come around on Colin. Yeah, like that that's the most that not only is it the most pleasant thing John has ever said to Colin, it might be the most pleasant thing anyone has ever said to Colin. I think I've got some faith in him. I think he can pull it off. Uh a HR uh yeah. seminar on the treatment of co-workers does wonders, doesn't it, John? <laughs> it does. It really way. does. I've still got the pamphlet around here somewhere. Excellent. Ready Fantastic. to wipe your ass. Fantastic. With. Yeah. Uh, let's crank into there's a lot to get through. Um, we're going to do about 40, 45 minutes on the public show. Then we're going to nip behind the Patreon subscription curtain. Uh, and we're going to do our annual Christmas lunch draft. We will be going head to head in the blood sport of drafting Christmas lunch table. Um, Who gets to trifle this year? That's that's basically it. Whoever yeah. ends up with the number one pick, it's going to be trifle. Um, John had it last time. Yeah. And I've spent 12 months thinking about it. Um, if you want to hear that part of the show, go on over to the chat. Oh, wow. It's not the Chaps Chat Cats Patreon. Hey. That's been rebranded. Whoa. Go on over what to the it, Hoops Jake? Crew. Oh. The Hoops Crew Patreon subscription. Five. Aussie dollars a month. It's still in American though. It says $3.50 US. Don't let THC. that alarm you. It'll be about five-ish, five-ish bucks, depending on inflation. Um, so go on over and subscribe there if you want all the bonus content. There's gonna be a lot more of that coming your way because as we transition mm. to talk about the big announcement, and that is that we are moving into a fabulous new adventure. Um in 2024 and i guess the tail end of 2023 chaps has been in the works for a little while 
I've uh, been talking to Ben and Paul of the Hoop Show, how we could possibly, you know, make a partnership work. And uh, we finalized everything over a lovely lunch in Castle, Maine yesterday. Yep. So without further ado, we are now part of the Hoops crew. It's a, it's a, it's a union of the Hoops Show and the Chap Shack Cats. Um, I'm really excited about it. What about you, boys? Absolutely. Uh, I assume you're in the same boat. No, I'm in a different boat, you know. I think yeah, I think it's one of the worst decisions we could have made. <laughs> John and I have been having a good chat off to the side. Yeah. We met at a separate oh, okay. pub after we dropped you off. <laughs> yeah. more drinks, talked at length. We think it's a terrible idea. We're taking the chaps elsewhere. You can join the hoops. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. We're branching yeah. off on our own. Well, right. as you said, sometimes lived... you need to prune to make new growth. <laughs> You're getting your new growth and we'll grab our own. Oh, you guys, have, you, you've pruned me. That's right. Um, so, yeah. Basically, it's all yeah. an elaborate way to tell yeah. you. Uh, it's over, Jake. Uh, yeah. We thought we'd do it just jumping on you at the last second. Publicly. While we're publicly. Yeah. Just, you know, catch you off guard. You might take it a bit better. Thanks. You might not. I don't know. Don't really care at this point. <laughs> I spend it any time well, on it because in the meantime, every three months, a person is torn to pieces by a crocodile in North Queensland. Just like on the better, talking absolute <laughs> shit. So we're means obviously we're very excited yes. to be joining the hoops the hoops crew alongside Ben and Paul. I think mm. it's gonna be really exciting and you know, a real great opportunity, not just for ourselves, but also for all the, the fans of the chaps and the hoops. I think this is really an mm. exciting period of time for the cats fans and ourselves. And I can't wait for it to really get the ball rolling next year. Yeah, mm. no, I'm 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 super excited. Like I think it's gonna be such a such a good opportunity as you guys both said. Uh I'm just looking forward to kind of being part of a community, feeling like we're not just out there on our own. <laughs> 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 Sitting in the sound booth. Uh, yep. that, that's for Colin to do, sit on his own in the sound booth. Um, yep. But us, we'll be from part the of a team world. now. We'll be part of yeah. a team. He doesn't. Colin obviously wasn't there for the meeting. He doesn't get to meet. Okay, we had a, we had a lovely a lovely drop or two and a meal all together with us and uh, Ben and Paul. Colin didn't get to come. He sat in the car. We cracked a window, uh, yep. and I think he, I think he was all right. I mean, we, he's, we did. he seems mostly awake back got there. A doggy bag for him. Yeah. Um, the. So, we so had, basically, we had his, uh, also chronically car sick, and we did drive him all the way to Castlemaine to sit in the car. Yeah. We also did bag. have that bowl of water in the back seat for him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so just a bit, just to like, I guess, put the, the, the nitty gritty, the nitty gritty on it for anyone who's wondering how it impacts your listening um, experience. It basically shouldn't. All that's going to change is it's gonna be really. Exactly. You'll see more of us on YouTube. If you go over to YouTube and look up the Hoops crew, then moving forward uh, and into 2024, you're going to see more of us on YouTube. Um, and in your podcast feed, if you're subscribed to the Chaps Chat Cats, you'll just notice that's going to change to the Hoops crew. And along with the Chaps Chat Cats episodes in the feed, you'll also get things like Behind the Play, you know, some of Paul's great interviews. I know that Ben is musing on uh, some stuff uh, for his show as well, which 
um, I think would be really good if it comes off. But, you know, there's going to be lots. It's basically the same slightly with some slight rebrands, but with more stuff. I mean, I think the biggest takeaway for me is like it's one an opportunity for five people who are doing similar stuff to get together and, and, and pool resources. And I think that opens a door for like almost daily Geelong cats content, like close to year round, like definitely during the season, I, I, I would imagine there's not going to be almost seven days a week of stuff for you to listen to, for you to watch. So um, yeah, really excited about it. If you know, and, and make sure you're jumping on board. If you, if you want to listen hit follow on the Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. If you want to throw a few shekels, the hoops cruise way. There's ways to do that on Patreon. There's ways to do that on YouTube. So yeah, awesome. that's the big announcement. Pro probably a good and, opportunity yep. to say oh. thanks to, to Ben as well. Like, I mean, I think, and, and Paul, of course, as well. But I think, I think this mm. really has been Ben's kind of impetus and brainchild for a while like he he's kind of been been toying with that, this idea yeah. for a while and so uh obviously from our from my point of view and i think you guys point of view as well it's um yeah also all jokes aside and even just excitement aside pretty grateful that he's been you know putting the putting mm. the word out there and also thinking quite often about how we can do this and yeah, yeah. pretty grateful for that mm. and just happy it's all come together absolutely now and before we we're all move go for the same team we're all talking about the one team, so it does make a lot of mm. sense that why not pool resources and all batting the same mm. side. Exactly. So yeah, that's I think, right. yeah, same as you, Sam. Thanks to to Ben for you know doing doing this and pulling us all into a nice neat bundle. And I think it's yeah, really that's, exciting. Yeah. And I think it's the most ex most exciting part is for the fans. I think all the fans of not so not just ourselves, but Ben and Paul's stuff is, it's a win-win situation all around. You're not yeah. going to lose anything yeah. and you're going to gain a whole heap. Couldn't agree more there. Um, and I just want to close by saying, and I'm, we're allowed to get self-indulgent for a couple of minutes. I just want to say I ha am like super proud of you two lads. If I think back to when we started this thing, I was just thinking today when I was rebranding like the Patreon and stuff, and I was just like, this started like so tiny in like back in 2021 and we didn't really know what the hell we were doing. And just the idea of like, yeah, like forming like a partnership with another, you know, entity and yeah, just thinking like, you know, 200 ish shows and a couple of years I'm very proud and grateful to, to be doing this with you lads. Cause we've been doing stuff for a long time. Um, but I don't know. This feels really special and, um, yeah, couldn't imagine two better dudes to have been podcasting with for the last, like, three years. It's um, It's been a very, very much a privilege from my end. Oh, absolutely. Couldn't, couldn't have said it any better. Sure. That's right. <laughs> 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 couldn't agree more. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. but like, like, likewise, Jake, likewise. I mean, you've... Uh, mm. you've uh, <laughs> I don't want to say dragged us through it, propped us up, but uh, those words come to mind. That through the uh, in a, in a good way, through the uh, yeah, like I don't I don't know that it would have would have continued and that would have it definitely wouldn't have grown the way it has without your work. You know, we might still be yeah. doing it, sitting it sitting <laughs> sitting in our rooms recording it, but 
15 people, but I don't think it ever would have expanded the way it has without all the effort you put in behind the scenes. So, Absolutely. Yeah. You are the foundation and a, to this. And a massive time. thank you as well to the people of the Real Foundation, and that is the people who listen, who watch, who mm. subscribe. Um, there also wouldn't be a podcast if you didn't do it, you know, if you didn't do all those things. So, um, you know, uh, plug in for the rest of the adventure. That's what I would say. Come along on the rest of the journey because I think it's 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 only just getting started. Uh, speaking of only just getting started, we're only just getting started here on the show. We need to get into some off-season bits and bobs, the second volume of off-season bits and bobs. And we want to start, we're going to start with the um, AFL men's news, the biggest headline out of this week, uh, and then we'll move into some AFLW topics. Number one, um, AFL men's Tom Stewart to 2027 and midfield ambitions. Huh. Hot under the collar yes, emoji. <laughs> yes, sir, indeed. Tom Stewart. Right. Um, that's not that heat. That's right. I need to give me a fan in here. I need some ice water. Um, Tom Stewart set to be a cat for life after committing to the Geelong Football Club till the end of 2027, signing a three-year contract extension. The article on the Cats website goes on to list, you know, there's mature age selection, all of these things, a premiership defender, defender two-time Kaji Greaves medal winner, um, he's been awarded a five, five All Australian Blazers in just seven AFL season, and now been the club's vice captain for two years. Let's start first of all with the extension, chaps. How you know on the scale of one to you know, I'm very aroused. How excited are you about this? What do you think? Um, yeah, what what were your thoughts when you saw the article come out? God, very aroused. Absolutely. And, you know, not not really super surprised. Uh, it would have been a big shock if Tom Stewart didn't sign on for, uh, to be a cat for life, so it makes perfect sense. It's good that he signed on until 2027. That, yeah, basically could take him to the end of his career, which is fantastic. So, yeah, very, very excited, very aroused, and especially about midfield ambitions. But it's also, do we want him in the midfield or do we want him in the back? It's like, They've obviously got plans, if they're talking about putting him in the midfield for coverage in the back line. So, as we always say, we are a long way away from the Cats. We don't know what's going on behind closed doors. We'll just speculate, but we'll trust what the Cats know because they know what's the best for the team. And if Tom Stewart's going in the midfield for a few games, bring it on. Absolutely. He could do wonderful things in that midfield group. Sambo? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I, I, I am also excited and keen and optimistic in general. I think ho- hopefully, not, not, not to at all be pessimistic about it, but hopefully this is a proactive move. Hopefully this is a, a, a positive tactic based on yeah, cool. his ability and you know what he wants to do with his career and the potential that he has, as opposed to God, our milf, midf- midfield, midfield screw. Our midfield, <laughs> our midfield is not not quite what we wanted. Um, let's yeah, let's pad it out with some Tom Stewart. Um, 
so that that's that's all I'd say. That the only little yeah. bit of trepidation I have is is the you know. I, I just hope it's not a PR spin that he knows he has to because we're desperate and he's trying to go, oh, yeah, I'm really keen for this. Yeah, I really um, want to I don't, think, I don't think that's the case. I don't think that's the case at all. I do think that um, we're looking at guys like Jack Henry and um, and and Sam SDK um, to mm. kind of – I mean, Henry obviously had an in pretty <laughs> – pretty, uh, I think interrupted season would be a kind way of putting it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, very kind he had an interrupted stint on the sidelines um and uh, like sdk i think you know we we didn't really do an, a real deep dive on individual players from last year and I, I don't think he embarrassed himself or anything but i think we'll be looking at him to sort of build upon what he's done and what he's you know definitely what he did in the in the premiership year um so i think so long as those those guys are sort of building a solid defense and this is a proactive and positive positive move forward as opposed to uh you know kind of a bit of negative chest to try and cover holes um then then yeah i'm all i'm all for it i i um i kind of can't imagine our back line ever lining up at least part of the time with with without tom stewart in there but um i'm also st- super ready for a reality where by the end of, of next season, we kind of forget, oh yeah, Tom Stewart used to be a defender. <laughs> <laughs> if, if that's a, if that's a, if that's a multiverse we can live in, then then I'm happy with that. I, I feel like, um, surely this is just basically an extension of what they were toying around with last year. Because remember, there was an interview with Chris Scott, I'm sure a press conference where he talked about, well, I've wanted to try Tom Stewart in midfield for ages. And, you know, we just had the opportunity to do it in this game. So, like, I don't think it's, I don't think it's something that's come out of thin air. It feels like something that's been developing. Yeah. Um, There's a little from column A, a little from column B. Part of it being like, you know, we, we really like our, like, we do like what we've got. However, um, if we ever had to break glass in case of emergency, uh, we do like the fact that we could roll Stuart into the midfield. I mean, th- yeah, I, I think you could. I, I think you're right, Samba, and I'm glad you've brought that part of it up. Like the ever so slightly nervous slash pessimistic take of like, <laughs> is this the preparation of the world's most epic band aid? Um, is this whack a whack a mole round two? Yeah, yeah. Because let's face it, last year and we went back statistically, we absolutely struggled um, in the midfield. Like we just never got anything going. It's what set us back massively. You can, you know, you can contrast that with the AFLW, who had three players inside the top fifteen or at least the top twenty in Nina Morrison, Georgie Prasparkas, and Amy McDonald for most midfield stats. We, you know, you had to go. Tom Stewart averaged our most disposals of any player. Um, and, and, you know, he was, I, I can't remember if we had how many were in the top 50, but, but not many anyway. Um, so I, I think there's reasons to be optimistic because of what we've drafted and because of the history of development from the cats and how they develop players and all that sort of thing. 
But I, I do cast my memory back to when Tom Stewart went into the midfield in 2022, and it was when we looked absolutely listless against the Brisbane Lions, mm. and they threw him there towards the end of the third and throughout the fourth, and suddenly we had a spark. So it's a nice option to have, but you would be hoping that we don't have to use it, ideally. Yeah. To, to be, to be like, to be perfectly honest, I would, if this is the way they're going, I would rather, like, and I don't know if this is controversial. I, I know some people don't share this opinion. I would rather them go whole cloth with this, and Tom Stewart is now a midfielder, and we put him back when we're desperate, as opposed to Tom Stewart's the defender, and we're going to roll him up as often as we can. Like, if we're going to be, if we're, if Tom Stewart is playing more minutes in the midfield, I'd kind of like to, them to commit to that as much as they can. Um, I don't, I don't know that I love the idea of him being. Oh, he's a player. Well, we'll see. You know, we might go here. Depends who it depends who we've got. What else we've got? Blah blah blah. Like, I would like that will put more confidence in me about their 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 plan with it. If it's if they're sticking with it, if it's you know they're trying, yeah. they're they're doing it as much as they can. They're starting that way. Um, just because it, for one, it shows faith in the back line without him. And two, it shows that this is a game plan. This is something that we're we're doing. It's not we're not doing it because we're struggling. We can't make it. We're doing it because we th- we think this is the best way to line up our players and to line up Tom Stewart, and also possibly the best way to get him to the center of the ground because captains are usually midfielders, and <laughs> he's going to be the next captain. Mm. Um, so like, there's a yeah, there's a. I, I don't he know. needs a chance to win a brand life too. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if it makes yeah. a, if, if I'm making any sense to you guys, but I just. I would rather see them no, you are. really really committing yeah, yeah. to this and going, Tom Stewart's a midfielder. We're only going to roll him back because Jack Henry did his ankle. or <laughs> Like, yeah. because that, that, he, cause he's never going to struggle. Like, Tom Stewart, you feel, will for the for, for, from now until the end of time, we'll be able to roll back as a defender and know what he's doing and crush it back there. So I think mm. you might as well commit to giving him time, game time, real genuine game time in the midfield. Mm. Yeah, right. And it could just be one of those things where it could be a training situation as well, where they're going, we want to get more time to Jai Jai Clark because he only played not even a quarter of a game last year. Mm. So maybe it's during a training, they've got him, Dangerfield, Atkins, and Guthrie all in there training Jai Clark up against some, some really incredibly good players to. Get him ready for the season. Maybe it could just be something like that, which I wouldn't mind either. Because why wouldn't you want to be trained by some of the best players in the league, especially mm-hmm. on your team as well? So that could be another one. But yeah, I think you're right, Sam. I think why not just if you, they are going to chuck him in the midfield, go absolutely full on and play him from the midfield every game. I wouldn't be opposed to that. I think our mid our defensive team is good enough without him to. Um, withstand whatever attack especially mm. with if henry's it's, back fit and firing and stk gets back to his 2022 form yeah there's i think i think we're all recent yeah sorry yeah no i was just gonna say I've, I've probably been made a little bit more nervous by having this conversation if i'm, if I'm completely honest <laughs> that's great no i'm super as, excited as, excited wait where's the where's the I, sound I, drop? no no i think it's good to have I, a bit I, of nerves so it's a bit of an unknown where the cat's going. I, Second year without because I think, old. like I know everyone and and us included were like you know Radigalia probably not in the best twenty two, um, at least that was our stance. Blah blah blah. But it's like that was under the assumption that you had Stewart 
Henry <laughs> and Sam DeConing yes. um, all patrolling the back line. So I, I, I think it could also I, yeah, I hear be... where you're coming from, Sam, on it. I, yes. I reckon that they're just literally preparing him for a break glass situation. Could it also just be one of Whether those... Whether you agree with it or not. Um, you know, let's just chuck him in that training a few times and then release some BS stories that's going to be a midfielder to throw off <laughs> other teams in the competition. Well, that's, <laughs> that's also true. Um, all right, let's get into let's let's move past we've probably done plenty on on tommy stewart let's talk about we had one cat signing on but we're crossing over to the aflw now and we're talking about a cat who has now departed and that's one of my faves annabelle johnson no longer a cat has been traded to the eagles uh in a deal that involved three clubs the eagles the brisbane lions and the cats cats received Bala Smith from the Lions, along with pick 32 and 41. Johnson headed to the Eagles. Lions, blah, blah, blah. Who cares about the rest? Um, the, the main parts being um, a player who I really thought we missed at times this season in Annabelle Johnson. I thought she was one of our best, like, sort of like medium defenders that she could play. You know, she was good enough to play against talls. She was good enough to play against smalls. Calm head under pressure. Good contested mark has obviously struggled a bit with injury. Um, and I believe some of the reasons uh, I was seeing some chatter on Twitter that a family or a mom or something is over in WA. Um, that was at least some of the stuff that I'd yeah, just seen floating around Twitter. Um, doesn't say anything about that in the article. So that could be total BS, but I'm pretty gutted. Uh, not gutted. Like I understand, like I shouldn't say gutted because like, Oh, she shouldn't have left. Totally understand the reasons why players leave clubs move on we've benefited hugely from other players leaving their clubs to come to the cats um it's more just this one stings a little bit because i thought she was an, an automatic selection for the cats if healthy um do you guys have any thoughts on this or bala smith coming in obviously um i've got the old the reliable rookie me central draft profile on bala smith because she only got the one game this season she's had her own injury issues what are your sort of thoughts about this one um yeah a bit disappointed same as you that we've lost annabelle johnson but also going well it, we did all right without it i think the cats would be fine without annabelle johnson as well it would have been really good yeah obviously to hold on to her and have that extra depth in the defensive and midfield units but you know if the cats stay healthy then it's it's a big loss, but it's also one that the Cats weren't, you know, it's not like losing Chris Barkas or a Morrison or a Amy McDonald or a Meg, McDo Meg McDonald, one of those like super key, super strong, really reliable and just superstars of the competition. I think Annabelle, absolutely Annabelle Johnson could become a superstar and, you know, I hope she does for the West Coast Eagles. I think this is best for her, then go for it. and. Definitely missed by us guys. She was definitely one of my favourites. And, yeah, all the best. And, as we all know, this happens. And I'm still just pretty happy that Cats are not losing a lot of players like other teams are getting pretty much pillaged every single year. So still pretty grateful that Cats, um, a lot of the Cats players are remaining and choosing to stay with the Cats. And, um, yeah, I'm not... 
not sure much on Bella Smith. As you said, she's only played one game. I think from all I hear, she's like a midfield slash board. So, yeah, bring her in, see what she can do. Welcome to the Cats. And looking forward to seeing her floating the hoops next year. Yeah, I, I anything to add? Agree. Yep. No, not really. I mean, I agree overall. I think she was a, you know, a really good player. I think I would add that. I think you know, you were saying you, you felt like she was a, a set lock, like a locked starter. I think she probably was, which makes me think that there's probably other factors going on. Even if it's the other factor is just a really, really damn good offer <laughs> from elsewhere, yeah. Uh, yeah. or Daisy Pierce stole her and took her with her. Um, but. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah like I, th- I think i'm i'm also on the, the side of the coin that john's on as well going like i'm not as gutted as i would have been at uh, one season ago do you know what i mean like we have demonstrated our, our ability um sure. to operate or to operate without her um yeah maybe prior to this season um uh i would have felt like it was a bit more doom and gloom but mostly it's just more it's just that again that personal preference like we said she's one of our favorites so it's it sucks that she's not going to be there anymore but as far as the team goes i'm i'm yeah i'm not too uh concerned with the impact it will have sure no that's fair enough um so just to sort of give a a little bit because not many of us would have watched much bella smith given she only played the one aflw game um rookie me central um which is like the place uh, i know i spruik it a fair bit but they are exceptional if you want your draft coverage and that sort of thing um on her draft profile they list bella smith is a strong inside midfielder who excels at the coal face is capable of getting it clear from congestion with clean hands and power her strengths are her strength power contested ball clean hands inside game clearances needs to improve outside game um improve the outside game wing it uh, wing more of it on the spread once she does that and can tidy up those areas going forward. She'll be a dual threat. Um, so, like, I think I, I kind of get why we would be, why we need to keep adding players like that. And and I also think you just never know, like, also how players can be repurposed. Like, you only have to look at Rachel Kearns this year to go, well, we thought she was going to be one thing and she's turned into something quite different. Like there's all sorts of you know and even that like that hard inside midfielder thing um you know we've we've lost Renee Gehring too in terms of her you know hard contested footy um so I think it makes sense to me it's nice to get something you know in return for that trade as well as the picks um and I guess we just get to have a look at a player who maybe just needs that you know, change of scenery, new start, all that thing at a new club. It's it's definitely worked out for the Cats in situations like this before. Um, but, yeah, thanks, Annabelle Johnson, for everything you did for the Cats in your time here and all the best moving forward with your career. Speaking yep. moving forward, cool. let's move on to our final little off-season bits and bobs part of the show. The AFLW, the Cats core signs on Chaps, um, the AFLW not always, you know, a, a picture of you know organisational stability, particularly not from a rostering standpoint. Um, 
you know, with players leaving left, right, and center, the Cats retained 26 players signed extensions. These are the Cats who signed on. Um, Michaela Bowen, Amy McDonald, Darcy Maloney. This this is the um, the playing list as of right now. Plus, we've got three uh, two extra draftees, um, which we'll talk about in a minute. Michaela Bowen, Amy McDonald, Darcy Maloney, Jackie Parry, Julia Crockett-Grills, Kate Sermon, Kate Darby, Nina Morrison, Georgie Rankin, Megan McDonald, Megan McDonald, um, Liv Fuller, Chloe Shear, Shelley Scott, Chantelle Emerson, Anna Rose Kennedy, Brooke Plummer, Zali Friswell, Becky Webster, Rachel Kearns, Claudia Gunjaka, Gabby Featherston, Abby McDonald, Georgie Prasparkas, Melissa Bragg, Ashling Maloney, Erin Hoare, and Bala Smith. Um, Bridie O'Rourke. I need to, is it Bridie O'Rourke or is it Brid O'Rourke? I'm always not sure on those ones. Bridie. Anyway. I've been saying it, Bridie. Bridie O'Rourke. All right, cool. Well, we'll go with that until corrected. Um, Bridie yep. O'Rourke and Chantelle Mason. So one spot left to fill, but chaps, um, not only were they like little like one-year extensions, four-year deals for Georgie Prasparkas, Nina Morrison, and Becky Webster. Um, Chloe Shear, Jackie Parry, and Michaela Bowen getting three-year extensions. Um, Amy McDonald, Emerson, Crockett Grills, Georgie Rankin, all signing multi-year deals. Um, the other 13 players will remain in the hoops until at least the end of 2024. What are we thinking? What strikes you about this? What are your initial thoughts and takeaways? Um, good. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let Sam go first this time. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's... Like you said, Jake, it's 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 not always been the uh, the picture of stability. Uh, following following a pretty much any AFLW team, um, really with the you know with the expansion and the just the the way the the, the league is in its you know in its relative relative infancy. Um, that it's you know that's the nature of the beast is that uh, overall a lot of the times things. Uh, things are pretty pretty fluid, uh, and so it's it's just super exciting to have to have the season we just had and then see that kind of core group um, sticking around and, and making such long-term commitments is uh, yeah, it's, it's super exciting. As we said, one of the, one of the most engaging seasons of football that we've watched. And so the, uh, the idea that we're in for more of the same uh, and even better uh, is just, it feels, feels like a lot more of a reality now. Um, knowing that the team is is getting a bit of stability, a bit of consistency goes a long way, both for the playing group and for a fan group as well. Like you know, as we've talked about the 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 spread of the the um the fan base and the you know the the inflation of the amount of people that were engaged towards the end of that season, um, it could be really disheartening for for people that are jumping on board a club and the players they latch onto leave. <laughs> the way the way they often they often do in the past so like i think it's it's really good not only for just the playing group and the way that they're going to be able to build upon uh what they just did but also the membership and the and the fan base to to get that kind of consistency uh is is super exciting and yeah i just i just can't wait i don't want to i don't want to by any means wish away the the aflm but i am super excited uh for the the next aflw season yeah yeah, it's pretty exciting that 26 players signed on for the Cats and just shows you how strong the culture, the the message that Dan Lowther and the whole Cats club has put out to them that, you know, it's 
must have been a really good message for all these, basically a whole playing list to sign on, except one player who moved for, you know, different reasons. But yeah, I think that's a pretty remarkable retention rate. Like that's you don't really see that in any team in any league. So well done to the Cats, and yeah, very excited to see such superstars sign on for four, multiple years, especially Georgie Prasparkas. I think that's one that really got me excited, knowing that you know there was there was a lot of talk of her moving to Essendon last year, and then nothing this year, and I was like. When this deal was done, I was like, I thought back to the trade period. I was like, there was nothing about the cats, nothing about Georgie. It's like, I reckon she must be pretty set in the cats, pretty happy there. So, yeah, that was really exciting. And then to see the rest is, you know, pretty fantastic. And really, yeah, really can't wait for the next AFLW season. I think, I think next year, yeah. again, could be an absolute super fun year for the Cats, AFL-M and AFL-W. I think it could be a rip-roaring yeah, year. We put the question up um, after the, the episodes. I can put a little question or a poll, and the question on an episode maybe a couple ago was, will both the AFL men's and AFL women's Cats make finals in 2024? And it was pretty resounding. Yes, yes, yes. Um and I think that's definitely possible. The the thing that strikes me is obviously being able to retain experienced stars, but that makes sense to me um, that like these are players who it's like, well, we're playing good footy. We're in a good place. We, we want to be settled and, you know, we want to be here. So that makes sense to me. But the ability to lock down those young players um, and, and those four-year deals, like Johnny, you covered Prasparkas, who's only 20. Nina Morrison, 23, Becky Webster, 23, like prime years of their career are now locked up at the, at the Cattery. You know, you, you've now got three incredibly important players, um, you know, in your pocket sort of thing. And yeah, I'm super excited. I've even just noticed like, you know, the increase in quality and production and that sort of thing and regularity with which, you know, the, the AFLW, like the, the club socials are promoting and how they're promoting, you know, like getting, I think it was Amy McDonald um, and, and others like driving down to surprise the draftees and all that sort of stuff. Like I just God, think that was a great video. Like hats off to the way that they're doing this and building it both on and off the field, as we talked about the massive surge in membership, the surging quality on the field, and now this, huge signs um, for the maintaining of that progress. Just I'll quickly round it off, chaps, by just giving you the, the information about the two players drafted. Uh, Bridie O'Rourke, again, going to the, the, the draft Bible here on Rookie Me Central. Bridie O'Rourke, strength, speed, size, versatility, evasion, offensive game, upside, um, probably needs to improve kicking consistency and endurance. Um, I was just trying to think, you know, some of that speed, size, versatility, evasion stuff, you know, makes me think of a player almost like Ashling Maloney. I, I was trying to see mm. what the the height comparisons and that sort of are and, and you know, whether there's like a, a basketball background or anything like that. But well, um, if I very did play two games for the Cats, yeah. Okay. So, oh, this is the this is the father daughter um, father daughter I'm selection. Yeah. Yeah. Melbourne did yeah, it on her as and well. And so, 
sucked in Melbourne. We got it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it says, um, O'Rourke has the raw traits to be a very exciting player at the top level with explosive speed that stands out on the field, coupled with her ability to pull off a slick sidestep. Sounding very much like Ashley Maloney. Her athletic oh, yes. base, is, base itself is what clubs are looking for in a player. Add in her 175 centimeter height, and she will often be taller than most opponents one on one. Chaps, this is something we've talked about for a while. Remember, I talked about the Adelaide Crows game. They just have all these mutants. They have all these athletic freaks. Not only they're taller than us, they're faster than us. That is starting to turn. When you have players like Ashling, when you bring in players like Bridie O'Rourke, all that, that's exciting. The other player is Chantel Mason. Um, Chantel Mason, again, rookie me central. Go read it. She's 177 centimeters. Chantel Mason came from the clouds this season, dominating inside 50 to win the Coates Talent League Girls Leading Goal Kicker Award, slammed home 31 goals in 13 games and another five in finals um, to take the lead goal kicking award by just one goal. Ford craft and strength overhead is what really stands out. Um, her ground level work is an area to improve. So if you want, uh, yeah, I just feel like I'm probably not qualified to speak about the ins and outs of their performance. I'm excited by the profiles. Um, yeah, do you chaps have anything to sort of add there or are you no. happy just to direct no, people to, to where the experts lie? Same as you, go to the experts, go to Rookie Knee. Um, pretty excited myself after hearing mm. those, that little bit from Rookie Knee. But yeah, bring them in, see how they go. They've got plenty of time to hone their craft, get improve their skills, build up their strength and whatnot because the cats are still pretty strong in all those areas but to have these two young mm. players coming in and be re- re- fit and ready to go when the cats need them is just good excellent work by the cats yeah 100 percent um all right i don't think there's anything else to add we're going to duck now behind the curtain um and do our Christmas draft. So I wanted to say thank you to everyone who's listened, who's watched, who's subscribed, all of that sort of stuff. You're all bloody legends. Um, please come with us on the rest of the journey. It's only just getting started. We're going to get into some really fun times. There's some excellent cats coverage around the corner. Lots of fun to be had. Um, would like to direct you as well. Um, go on over to the the Hoops crew uh, YouTube channel and search up. I'm thinking, you know, we're going to do an episode now. We're not going to do one again until, you know, middle of next week, probably, you know, in the aftermath of Christmas. And there's a lot of work. We all work in, you know, hospitality slash entertainment industries. Um, sounds a bit risque yeah. for some reason. It does. um, <laughs> doesn't sound as risque um, yeah, as it to... really is. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. We've got to keep some of the mystery. <laughs> Magic Mike Australia um, at Achuka Moama, a sporties to uh, to uh, to do. Um, <laughs> uh, so what I was going to say is, if you're looking for some some cats content, always go back and listen to our old episodes because there's lots of good stuff to hit. But um, go on over and look at some of the episodes on the Hoops Crew YouTube channel. Um, pointing you towards the behind the play interviews that Paul has done. Um, there's one with Kate Sermon. Um, 
which was done uh, six months ago. So, the, you know, got in early with that one, which looks like a goodie. You should go and listen to that. There's one with Phoenix Foster. There's one with James Button, the author of uh, Comeback, a great book about the cats. Uh, also, Razor Ray, for those who want the insight into uh, umpiring. But Steve Hawking, a couple of months ago, um, Paul interviewed Steve Hawking. So go and hit those up because they're excellent content to get you through the holiday and festive period while we're all eating copious amounts of trifle. Uh, with all that said, thanks so much, chaps, for recording with me, you bloody legends. Can't wait to advance into this new part of the adventure. This is the Chap Chat Cats, part of the Hoops Crew Media Network. Look Signing off until next time. Merry Christmas, Sick. happy holidays. Go Cats! Go Cats. Go Cats!